Hello there, my friends. My name is Dorothy Wellington. I'm the inspirational teacher for this podcast, Healing Inspiration for the Body and the Mind, and also for my teaching ministry, the Just God Academy. Well, I'm here with this podcast because God placed you in my heart. He wanted people to be healed well and not suffering. I know I spent over over 50, over 10 years uh, in chronic pain every day. And I think out of those 10 years, I might have probably less than five days where I was without pain, maybe because I, I had got some type of shot or I just came out of the, out of the ER. But I have a heart and passion for you. Yes, we all may have different illnesses and may respond to our bodies in some way. But if you're hurting in any way, uh, you got friends and relatives and family that are sick or even the hospital, share this podcast with, with them because there's something in every episode that's going to help you. But what I do, I work from the inside. Yes, uh, there are medications and physical applications that that's out there and all very good. Don't get away from them. But in order to sustain your healing, to get better, quicker, and for it not to return in the, in that way or in any other like way, um, you need to also take care of the things that's on the inside. And I say that God is spirit, and that's valid from John 4, 24, but you are also spirit. So if God is spirit and you're spirit, there's going to be some invisible territories in your being that has to be addressed. So therefore, healing for your body must involve more than what we see on the outside. And it's equally important. Those areas of your thoughts, how you think, your feelings, and your beliefs. So in this day and age, we have a tendency to want everything quick and without much effort. But this is not real life. Lasting results also involve time and patience, and we need to be increasing in knowledge as the world changes. So this podcast is a support for my book also, Be Healed While Waiting to Be Healed. And I'm going to give you some of the chapters that's in it so that you'll have an idea when you order the book. It's all to help you to feel better. And I say feel better than yesterday. I know I've been through a lot and have so many hospital and ER visits over these 10 and 15, 15 years. Like I say, like right now in my body, uh, I have greatly decreased pain medications and I am walking and without a walker. So I have so many good days. So when I say you can feel better than you did yesterday, it is a truth. And I, I've been a teacher uh, for well, over 40 years now, I would say about 43 years I've been a, a teacher and I've been teaching people how to be strong and powerful, how to know God, to love God and to live in his power. And that's why I feel so good when I get a prayer request because I see miracles. I intercede, I pray, I be led by what God speaks to me to say and to speak and affirm and declare for those people because I know God is a healer. And you'll see in every broadcast, I always say, God heals, period. How? I'm not determined to how, but I know cleaning up stuff on the inside leads the way for God to do some mighty, mighty works through those outside bodies. And here's some of the chapters that's in the book. Uh, 
the very first one, you won't be believe this, but it's called don't be embarrassed. Yeah, we can be embarrassed that we are sick. And I remember uh, I had a, a very uh, nice position. I was uh, organizing a parenting skills program for out in the community. And then uh, about, what was I, 58, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Everything hurt. From the top of my head to the sole of my feet, everything hurt. And then I had also um, osteoporosis in, in my hip. And I think it was some other things that I had, arthritis in my lower back. All of those was, was crippling my, my body as far as walking. I had to let go of the high heels. And that was embarrassing. You got an office and you're coming in and out and you got, you know, tennis shoes on. It was embarrassing, but I had to do it because I didn't have a choice. But I went to one of my first pain clinics and I walked in and people, everybody had on tennis shoes. I said, oh my goodness, I feel at home. And then when I watched people's name be called, they were, everybody's holding onto the chair to kind of lift yourself up. Any of you with some uh, uh, pains and stuff in your hips and your leg, you know what I'm telling you, you got to kind of hold on. Everybody was holding on. I felt like I was at home own. But it, I let go of that embarrassment. So I had to adjust and say, no, this is who I am. I am going to be getting better. Tennis shoes is my end thing. So tennis shoes and blue jeans, I, I had to wear. That was my attire. So whatever you might have felt embarrassed about something, you know, illness that you have or anything, you know, um, that. But anyway, you just haven't felt good about it, being out in public among others, whatever that may be. So my very first chapter is saying, don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. I was a type 2 diabetic. And in the 90s, I was still going out, you know, uh, with people for lunch after church and things like that. And by the time you sit through a church service and then get to a restaurant, your blood sugar really dropped. And so in the restaurant, I had to get tell the waitress above everybody else, you know, before everybody else. Uh, could I have a glass of water when I can put some sugar in it and bring me a glass of orange juice? But I remember feeling so embarrassed because I had to order before everybody else. Well, anything like that don't bother me now because I am who I am. and I am uh, feeling great. I am feeling great. And so, like I said, I've greatly decreased pain medications, rarely take those. And I, I walk without a walker and just happy every every day. And especially I look forward to times like this when I can talk to other people about how to be healed and what God needs and requires of us on, on, on maintaining and, and getting our healing. Well, the first chapter was, I said, don't be embarrassed. The second chapter may sound a little different to you, that your body needs forgiveness before healing. Your body needs forgiveness before healing. If, you, if you've had a lot of stomach issues and different diagnoses about your stomach and your digestive system, actually you might hate your stomach. You might despise your stomach. But how can you get something good out of something you hate? So you need to say, stomach, forgive me. Forgive me for not getting you the right nutrients. Forgive me for not drinking enough water for, for my digestive system. Whatever it is, you've got to ask your body, your organ, your parts, your liver, your heart, your lungs, to forgive you for him, just like you forgive people who have hurt you to let that the bitterness you have in them, let it go against them, let it go. Same way with your body part. 
feet, I'm sorry. I, I didn't take care of you more. I need to have been soaking my feet in the pot of water, you know, more than I did. Whatever it may be, whatever part it may be, take time to see what it is, what the root of it is in your body and ask that part to forgive you. I'm going to go through, actually in my book, I cover 15 chapters, 15 chapters, over 139 pages. So you're going to learn a lot about how to be healed. Okay. Um, another chapter is about building a spiritual tool chest against worry. And we know it's been researched and no matter where you go, over 90% of all major illnesses has a root in uh, worry and stress. So you gotta, you're going to have pages and, and things on how to build a tool chest. You actually tool more than one tools against worry. Another one is stress works against your healing. You'll, you don't find stress in the scripture, but you do find worry. So it's about the same. So in the book, you're going to see how stress will work against your healing. You are praying to be healed. I am healed, but you're still in stress. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You've got to let all stress go. you got to let all worry go. And I teach you more on how to do that. An inflated ego can actually override a miracle. You know why? Because you want to be like everybody else. If you've got a impossible, you got a, a near a death diagnosis. Nope, you can't live much longer than six months, or there is no healing uh, for this that you have. And people will say, "Oh yeah, that's right." You know, let's prepare for the funeral. Let's prepare for this or that. And you're going to go along with them because you don't want to be different. Yes, you know, you're right. It's your ego talking. It's not faith in God. It's not faith in your body. You want to be pleasing to everyone else. You don't want to look too eccentric that you're going to believe for a miracle. And you're going to believe God. And God is going to be telling you what to do and how to do certain things. You want to conform to the majority. So your inflated ego can actually override a miracle. And I go into detail about that too. Your imagination and meditation creates your reality. Imagination, no, God meant it for us for a lifetime. It's part of our DNA. It wasn't just for kids. You have, In order for your faith to work, you got to have an imagination. Meditation is more than quieting the mind and the body. You can also do in meditation, creates your reality and your imagination is a part of that. Feelings and faith create the miraculous. Now that might seem strange to you because we never think about feelings. Feelings has nothing to do with the word of God. Feelings do not uh, dictate if God's word is true or not. That's right. It doesn't. But it's a thermometer for how your faith is doing. If you're saying, I am healed, that's my faith talking. I am healed. But if you still are feeling in your emotions, sadness and grief is not cooperating with your faith as saying, I am healed. So I talk a lot about feelings and faith, how they work together to create the miraculous. Your feelings were given to you by God. They're a good thing. But feelings are a thermometer to how your faith is working. 
Another chapter I have is about words or spirit, their creative energy for healing. Words will create, words are created. They will create your intention that, that you are saying. I have a book that's called Words Are Your Life. And I believe that 110% because what you keep on saying, you will produce. You will produce it or in a like manner. Your words will produce what you have been saying. Not only do I have a chapter about words, how words are spirit and they're creative and they produce outcomes. I have a book that you can also order, but you'll see that on my uh, website, on the li my library website. You can order that book too. Another one is sleep. Oh, you got to have good sleep to be healed. You, and to stay healed and to stay healthy, you got to have sweet sleep. So I have a chapter on sweet sleep works and is necessary for healing. It's necessary for healing. Yep, sleep. It's necessary. It's a part of your healing because it's a part of who you are. The next one is prolonged suffering and grief will make you sick. You out there, maybe you've lost a, a loved one, someone that you are very close to, and you might still be suffering grief. Now, grief is common. Grief is normal. But God didn't want you suffering. That suffering grief, God don't want you to suffer. So in this chapter, suffering is what we want to get a handle on. Grief, yes. But prolonged suffering will make you sick and you'll eventually get a diagnosis that you that uh, that will validate that you've just been in that suffering grief and it caused too much hardship on all those precious organs in your in your blood in your blood flow. The last one I'm going to tell you about is fear blocks your healing. Absolutely no fear. I have uh, I think about 20 pages about my son Andre. He had ruptured brain aneurysms. Yeah, what an S, brain aneurysms. He was in the hospital for three and a half months in ICU. And uh, God had told me uh, before that in December, the aneurysms happened in January, that I had to be without fear. I had to have no fear. He told me, in fact, it was something like, what do you understand? No fear. You know, all things are possible, but no fear. And it was like my whole body just was like, ah, why is he talking to me like that? Sure enough, in the following month, I found out why I could have no fear. I had, I was believing for the life of my son. Well, that near-death experience is in the book, too. I'm going to tell you three things I want you to do from this podcast today. Uh, episode today. Number one is order the book, my book, Be Healed While Waiting to Be Healed, a solo journey. Because if you notice in all that I've been talking to you about, I'm not telling you to go to this person, that person. They're all supportive to you. But when you just by yourself, you need to know what to do and then how to do things well from a spiritual uh, standpoint in your body. So order the book, number one. And number two is follow th this podcast, Healing Inspirations for the Body and the Mind, and invite your friends, share it with them, send them the, uh, the link to it. And number three, affirm, affirm. Let it become settled in your heart, your mind, and your soul. God heals. Affirm, 
God heals. And I can tell you, God will tell you, he will just, you just have um, ideas and inspirations and nudges. Do this, do that, do that, buy this. Things will start popping up. Check this out. Check this. There's something new going on in this other city. And here's here's a website uh, to how they're working this particular area of the body. But God will tell you, I'm telling you, people, don't worry. When you turn your your situation, your uh, sickness and illness over to God, he will he will tell you, you'll just wake up. Ah, I think I need to do this. I think I need this food. I think I need this supplement. I think I need to build this specialist. He will give you instructions. I guarantee it. The last thing, ways you can support this teaching ministry so that I can keep doing what I'm doing and reach more people is uh, for donations. And I tell you, I ask no more of you than God in your heart. Yours might be a dollar. It may be a thousand dollars. It may be everything in between or more, but it's what God tells you to give. And the donate button is on my website, just simply, and the links are here, DorothyWellingtonMinistries.com. And then Cash App, just dollar sign, Dorothy Wellington. I appreciate every dollar because when you send it, I know you can already talk to God about it. So I just want to say, God bless you. I love you. I love you, but God loves you so much more. And we'll be talking again. Bye-bye.